0: Traditionally, it's about 15 days from application to funding because you've got that appraisal timeline that VA appraisers have up to 10 days. But at the end of the day, you will be a homeowner using your VA home loan benefit, getting the best terms that you possibly can get on that loan versus taking any other type of loan and become a homeowner using your entitlement. Service members should get the most out of their VA benefits for homeownership. That's our belief and that's why we're here. So whether you're looking to own your dream home, considering refinancing, or just exploring the VA home loan process, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Helping Heroes Become Homeowners. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Helping Heroes Become Homeowners. I'm your podcast host, Richard Surrey with Alliance Mortgage. And today we're gonna to talk about the VA loan application process and how to navigate through that to get approved, to get your loan funded, and also discuss a few roles uh, that the lender comes into play with. What is their role as a lender? through this process, and some tips how to keep your loan application moving through the pipeline, getting you done as quickly as possible, as smooth as possible for you and for the lender. So again, if you're joining us for the first time, thank you for listening. We are, again, trying to change that misconception out there about the VA home loan, letting everyone know that it is a great loan for our veterans and military active duty members, and just knocking out the misconceptions that this, this loan is not the best loan for the active duty member. So let's dive in. So our loan application process, what does that look like? So the step-by-step guide to this is not super unique. It's pretty much like you're applying for any other type of loan, right? Conventional FHA or USDA. want to get a full application done with your lender, complete what we call 1003, which is from your work history to your assets to your housing history. You want to make sure it's complete, leaving nothing unturned. Also, you wanna give your loan officer the required documents for them to review income, calculating your bonuses, commissions, other income that you may get on your job. If you're self-employed, obviously we have to look through your tax returns. We have to calculate the income from that and how you file. A lot of things we have to do on the back end of this once we get your income documents. Also, you wanna provide the lender your assets. Your asset position can be your checking, your savings, your 401k, retirement, Anything that you can liquidate in dire need, we count that as reserves. So make sure that you provide everything to the lender that you want to use as reserve income or reserve assets rather, so they can plug that in when they're getting the pre-qualification. We're also going to look and determine what your debt ratios are. Now, VA doesn't have really a max debt ratio per se, but again, we want to at least get it calculated because if you do not meet the your normal DTI requirement, then you can do residual income can offset that. We want to make sure that when we have a complete loan application that we're looking and trying to get all the ducks in a row to get you pre-qualified. Now, if we have to go through the manual underwrite process, which sometimes we do, we'll need additional information, letter of explanations on credit, maybe job history, service time. There could be a lot of reasons why we need a letter of explanation. So we want to put that together and be as complete and as detailed as possible to get that approval out the door for you so that you can start shopping for your home. Now, your next step after that, once you have your pre qualification complete and you have a letter from your lender that's basically telling you, hey, you're pre qualified up to this loan size, the term, it'll basically be your letter that you want to give to your realtor once you put in an offer. What you really want to make sure too is that when you're looking for a lender, you want to find a loan officer that has a lot of experience in dealing with the VA home loan because there's a lot of things in the VA guidelines that are much different than your conventional or FHA loan that allows you to get the loans approved. So you wanna make sure that when you're looking for a loan officer that you maybe interview them and or look at their reviews or whatever the case may be, do your due diligence on your loan officer. Let's find one that has some VA experience and not just a little bit, someone who's been doing it for a very long time. Now, once you have all that done, you need to find a realtor if you do not have one or you will need a realtor. I recommend that you find a realtor to represent you on these loans when you're looking for a home because you want to have that representation to protect you during that home buying process. But you also want to make sure that you're dealing with a realtor that has, again, some experience in VA loans and negotiating those contracts in this market, especially because again, we're trying to change that misconception that the VA home loan is a great loan, not a bad loan. So we want to make sure that we have a realtor that has some experience in doing that. Now, once you have that part of the process down, you have your pre-call letter, you've located a realtor, and you've had that conversation with the realtor, where you want to live, what location are you wanting to find a home in, your room size, your square footage, the whole nine yards. What you've discussed with the realtor is what you're looking for. Now, once you come across that and you have found that property, you're going to want to basically put in an offer, right? So you want to have that pre-call letter that the lender has already prepared for you. You're going to have that offer put together and you're it to the seller. And once you have that offer out, typically what some lenders do, me in particular, I will reach out to the listing agent. I will discuss that we have a pre-qualified VA client and give them a little bit of the misconception talk that they may or may not know about the VA home loan, who pays for what, who can do this, who can do that to make sure that everybody's on the same page when it comes to that. So once you get under contract, and that contract is accepted by the seller, we are now ready to put you into underwriting. So at that point, what we're going to do is we are going to lock your rate, get you disclosed, put all our documents back together. If we need anything updated, we will then ask for that information. If we need maybe an updated pay stub or an updated asset statement, we're going to make sure that we get that information from you so we have everything ready to go when we disclose the file and get it ready for underwriting. Now, one thing that we want to also make sure that I failed to mention earlier is part of that document request, you gotta make sure veterans and active military, that you guys are eligible for the VA loan, right? You have to have that certificate of eligibility that you can get from VA either on the portal, which we can sometimes get for you automatically. Everything's been really updated recently to get all that on. If for some reason there's more research needed, when we do request that, we let the veteran know They can either provide us the information for us to do electronic application, or they can call the VA Regional Loan Center and get more information on what is needed to get that certificate issued. So once we're in underwriting, we are then going to wait for, obviously, underwriting approval. That could be 24 to 48 hours, depending on your lender that you're using. Some could be quicker, some could be a little bit longer, but typically it's 24 to 48 hours. Once you have that approval from the underwriter, uh, your conditions are then put into play on what's required to get your loan moved to a clear to close status. So let's now talk real quick about what the role the lender has though in this. So as a lender, they're going to underwrite the file, they're going to approve the loan, they're going to fund your loan, they're gonna service your loan. So they have really those four things is what the role the lender does. Why do you need a lender? Well. They're lending the money, right? VA is guaranteeing the loan, but the lender is funding the funds needed for your purchase. So once they have approved that file and you've gone to a clear to close status and you close and they have fund, they're going to fund the loan to the title company. They're going to wire funds the title. And then once that funding has occurred and you're in the home, your first payments due usually in 30 to 45 days after you close. So the servicer is going to service and take your payment is going to send you a first payment reminder. And you're going to get a mortgage statement. You're going to be able to set up your loan and servicing with the lender. That's pretty much what the role the lender has. Also, the lender can also sell off your mortgage. It's commonplace in this market where they may have the mortgage for a year. And then you get a servicing letter that has been serviced now, or your service has been transferred rather, to another lender. That's not a big deal. Your terms cannot change. Nothing can change. Your payment's going to be the same. It's just you have another company making your payment or taking your payment rather. So don't be alarmed if you get that letter. My, my loan personally has been sold a couple of times this year, but at the end of the day, they're again, they're just taking the payment. So what are some of the tips for your loan process? What can you do as a buyer looking to purchase to make sure your loan gets through as smooth as possible without any hiccups? So one thing that's changed here in the last 10 years is how loans are basically automated. Everything is paperless, so to speak. So with our loan application process, we have everything in our system that we send out electronically. All documents are sent back electronically. So it does speed up the process. So during our loan application, after they complete it online, they're going to get another link with what documents need to be uploaded, get that approval started, and get that loan put into underwriting as quickly as possible. So speeding up the process, making sure you've got everything that you need from the lender, you're going to get that in an email, exactly what it is that you need. So there should be no questions, should I upload, should I not? It's exactly what you need to get your loan approved. Now, also what helps that loan process go through smoother is how available is your loan officer? Do they work 8-5? Are they weekend workers? Are they 24-7? Some don't, some do. Your good ones are always available. So if you've got a question on a loan or you've got issues, come up with your Realtor on the property, whatever the case may be. You want to make sure that loan officer is accessible to help speed up that process. because You don't want any delays that may come up due to communication, right? Also, when you're doing your loan application, you also want to make sure that you're given the complete story. I always say the loan application is the story of the loan. What you've done for the last two plus years on your work, where have you lived the last two years on your housing history? How well do we have? How well are we a saver? in terms of a retirement, our assets, got the whole story there. Now, sometimes there could be a hiccup in the road. Once we look at the credit, that tells us another story as well. So when we're dealing with that, we want to make sure that we have everything that we need in case we have to do a manual underwrite and get that loan through that way. So we can have a letter of explanations put together to help explain what happened during a certain time of the year. That will help speed up things as well. So once you have all that done and you've got your approval out, you're going to have what's called loan conditions. And those loan conditions are what the lender needs to get from you or the third party involved, which would be your title, your homeowner's insurance, or your appraiser, on what needs to get done to move that file to a clear to close status. So for example, if we needed your homeowner's insurance agent's info to insure the binder on the new property, if we needed to get maybe a verification of employment done, we have that information your title work, once you go under contract, the title company who's gonna do the transaction, we're in contact with them to get your title work over to us so we can ensure which title company we're gonna go through. So there's a lot of few things, moving parts on that. So there are times where we can get these loans done in about 10 to 15 days, when all those moving parts are put together and we have everything up front. So traditionally, what we like to do is, we like to have maybe five or six loan conditions left needed to be cleared after we get out of underwriting, which is your appraisal, your title, your homeowner's insurance, any verifications of employment, your final verbal verification of employment, and maybe an update of pay stub or assets. That is our personal goal. So if we can get that done, then we truly had everything that we needed from the customer upfront to make that loan go through that process a lot easier. So when we have all that done, right, we have the appraisal, we have all the conditions in, We then, you're going to send, or your loan officer is going to send all those items back through to underwriting for those to be reviewed for your clear to close status. So once you get that reviewed and you get your clear to close, you got your clear to close. So what that means is all conditions are signed off. We can then get your file ready into closing to get the closing disclosure prepared, because that is our next step in that process. Once you get that closing disclosure prepared with title, And it's balanced. You know exactly what cash you need to bring, if any. And your three-day waiting period will begin once you acknowledge that closing disclosure because you've got to wait three days from close date after you sign that closing disclosure on that loan. Now, your closing disclosure is going to have everything itemized. Originally, you had a loan estimate in your original disclosures. Now, you've got a a closing disclosure that we call a CD. So, your CD is going to have everything itemized on your title fees, Your third-party fees, any origination on the loan, any credits on the loan. It's going to have everything itemized in pages two and three. Page one of the CD will tell you what your terms are. Page two and three are your fees and credits. And then your page four, I believe, is your FYI information on the loan. And page five is your everyone's contact information. So it's a five-page document. All parties who are on the note have to sign that document to start your three-day waiting period. Now, once that is completed, your last step is really sit on your hands until documents are released and your realtor or your title company will then give you a closing time and date and you will be ready to go. And once you sign those papers and the seller has signed their side, then you'll get a funding authorization and that makes you a homeowner once you get that funding authorization. Now, again, all this that I just went over can be done in 10 days. We have closed a VA home loan in 10 days. It can be done. It has been done. Traditionally, it's about 15 days from application to funding because you've got that appraisal timeline that VA appraisers have up to 10 days, 10 business days to get done after they accept. Some are faster than others. Some wait up to that 10 days. If it's in an outlying area, it may be a little bit more than 10 days. But at the end of the day, you will be a homeowner using your VA home loan benefit, getting the best terms that you possibly can get on that loan versus taking any other type of loan and become a homeowner using your entitlement. So I'm I'm hoping that what we went through here today was beneficial with the application process. Get that application complete and full. Don't just fill out what you want to fill out. Fill that thing out in full, complete with all the work and resident history and asset that you need to provide your lender to get that pre-qualification done. And you can start your process online these days, which is the most efficient way to get that done. And you can start looking for a home maybe this weekend, if you had all your ducks in a row today or tomorrow, and you could literally start looking for a home this weekend, get under contract and be in a house by the end of September. So hopefully this information was useful. I'd love to hear from you. If you have some feedback, let us know. Again, fifth podcast now. So we, we love the fact that you're joining us. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out in the comments below. Thanks again. If this episode has been beneficial, we'd love to hear from you please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Also, for regular updates and tips, make sure to follow our social media channels, which you can find in the show notes. Until our next episode, keep making homeownership dreams come true.